Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hi, this is Laurel. Welcome back to Laurel's Real Money Talks, a podcast where we're talking about how to make money, how to keep it, how to invest it, how to find a great team. Most of the folks that I interview and talk to say, you know, a great team will make you tons and tons of money and support your wealth for the rest of your life. And some bad team members could take it all down quickly. So finding a team and finding due diligence and how to really source real great experts is something we do. And I have an expert on today who came from a friend of a friend of a friend. And basically, they're all business partners. And uh, usually when those come highly recommended, they just jump on the team right away. And Clyde Mackey's with me today. He is brilliant. I just met him last week. We needed a cryptocurrency, digital currency expert. He's an expert in uh, specifically Bitcoin. I don't even know how many millions of dollars this guy's worth. And uh, he has an extraordinary radio show. I was just on it. And I called a business partner of mine, my cannabis partner. I said, you know, the guy who was supposed to speak on crypto just had an emergency and can't come. And he said, I know the guy. So uh, Fly Mackey, welcome to uh, Laurel's Where Money Talks. Thank you, Laurel. Good to be with you this morning. So this is such an elusive, like, new area, right? And I think, you know, you're the one last week that said in the last 20 months, more millionaires and billionaires have been made in the digital currency specific Bitcoin space. So how did you get even into this? Let's just start there because I think a lot of people want to get in and they don't know how to get in. So how did you start? Yeah. Well, I, I started because a friend and I always believe keep your friends close, love your friends, cherish your friends, talk to your friends, visit your friends, love your friends. I had a friend that asked me for some rent money and he was a developer. And so I gave him the money, you know, later down the road, he said, by the way, I have some Bitcoin that I got through the money that you loaned me. And I said, what's that? He said, it's online money. Don't worry about it. I said, is it worth anything? He said, no, but don't worry about it. It will be someday. That was 10 years ago. And before Bitcoin was even worth six pennies, which was its initial offering. And uh, so that's where we started, 600 of them. And then we uh, have gone from there. And so you've been a trader by trade, right? I mean, that's what you've done before. Yeah. So you knew how to trade. And so talk a little bit about really specifically Bitcoin, how you got into it, how you trade it, because I know you have a system for it. And then I want to jump over also and include blockchain in our conversation, because both of these are extremely disruptive. And specifically, they're going to change our entire financial infrastructure. Yeah, and it's working now. So before I started school, before I could drive, I was trading. My dad traded for the Army, which is a lot of people don't know that every organization in the world, even our military services, they're trading on the stock market all the time. And, uh, you know, he'd say, hey, what do you want to pick out today? And I just watched what he did and I'd pick these things. And that's when I started trading as a young man. And um, so I basically, as a trader, so I don't have a uh, Series 6 or 7 license to do securities, but I've traded my own portfolio. And over the last 30 years, I've showed anybody who'd want to see it and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. And and I've done really well. I've, I created some methods of trading called the Mackey method and fly trading. That's all ego stuff, by the way. I just named it after myself. But basically, I have a strategy where you keep 30% long all the time, 30% short term, 30% liquid. 
and everybody says, well, what do you do with the other 10%? Give it away. I highly recommend whatever you do with your money, you give at least a good 10% of it away. That principle will always come back to you a thousand percent. But the trading on the Bitcoin is a day trader's dream, Laurel. This is what's happening in the stock market now. If you've been paying attention to what's happening with the Dow and the NASDAQ and the Russell 2 uh, indexes and those things, that right now they're moving. It's a day trader's dream. It doesn't happen very often. But in the Bitcoin world, it moved 10 to 20% in a day. And if you can't make money day trading, you have to pay attention. Most people don't pay attention uh, with their money. But it's a pretty simple strategy. You know, you buy in the dips. And most people don't understand that when the market drops, it's a great time to be buying incrementally. It doesn't have to be all in. It has to be incremental. And that's where you make your fortunes. And so you've been trading really for the whole 10 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> The um, Bitcoin wasn't worth much for the first four or five years. It was pennies, dollars, et cetera. And the more that it started going up, my buddy said, hey, loan me more. I was loaning this guy more money. <laughs> and he was, never pay- he was never paying me back. And I said, is this stuff worth anything? You ever going to pay me back? He said, don't worry about it. And this is one of the things. A lot of times we don't pay attention to our finances. So what I did is I took a small part of what I had that I was willing to risk and give. And, you know, I just gave it to them. And once it started getting around the $100 range, that's when we got serious about it. And that was about five years ago. So how would you tell people to get started? Because there's all these coin wallets and all sorts of ways to get in. And I think a lot of people just do emotional arbitrage with it, right? They just jump in. They jump in. They don't know much about it. So how would you guide somebody out listening? We have podcast listeners all over the world, many continents. How would you guide somebody into it? Start well, big, it, start small, put a little bit in. It's the wild, wild west right now. It's an unregulated platform or industry or space, however you want to say it. In 2014, the IRS regulated Bitcoin under real estate. So <laughs> it really is a trader's dream. It's not going anywhere. So basically, you know, there's 12,000 exchanges. An exchange is a place where you can go open up a wallet, put your money in there and start trading Buyer beware, of course. So who do you trust? Well, you just that's where you have to put your pen to paper, your due diligence, and start doing your research. We've been doing this for a long time, Laurel, and it's private. So people don't really want the world to know where their money's going to, especially online. That's how Amazon became a trillion-dollar company is because they don't give the customers away. And when you're buying online, there's nothing to – let me be careful how I say this. It's not taxable. <laughs> Number one. So if you leave it online in the crypto, it's untaxable. And this is where people have become millionaires, literally. Now, I've said it my whole life. My mother used to say this. There's no such thing as getting rich quick. So timing is really perfect. Sometimes you have to dare to jump and you have to find a place to go. And we happen to have a platform that you can buy on and or buy with. I do all the trading. Well, I have a couple of traders that work with me, but I do most of it. And uh, we take what we have and we turn it into small fortunes. That's awesome. Now, talk about blockchain, because I think a lot of people merge those two, I'm going to call them industries together, and they're not. Blockchain got its name because of the digital currency space, but most people think they're together. So uncollapse them right. and talk about how disruptive they are. Well, the blockchain has been around for almost 50 years, believe it or not. If you have an internal system that you communicate with, with your company, that's the blockchain. Now, that's the beginning of it. So the blockchain, you can look at it like this. 
let's say you have a canvas and you're going to paint on it. So you have the canvas and all the dots and all the little things that you add in is the ecosystem inside of it. You can also look at it like a puzzle. You know, you have a square that you're going to put together and all the puzzles match up. So being the disruptive part, here's the deal. You have a merchant processing a system out there, which is archaic. The banks don't even like it. So where they take the money and then they play with it and they give it to the banks, play with it for a week, two weeks, a month. And then the merchant gets the money after they batch all the receipts. Well, here's the future. You're going to go to a gas station or any place. You put your card in. It comes out of your online wallet and it goes directly to that merchant. Now, what does the blockchain have to do with that? Here's the importance of the blockchain. The blockchain verifies who you are and whether you have money in that online wallet. The good thing about it is it's a immutable ledger, which means it can't be changed. So it's going to eliminate all the fraud. Now, that's part of the disruptive part. Here's another part of the disruptive part. Once it verifies who you are, then it doesn't have to go back and do it again. You just go onto the blockchain. Those who are accredited to do that, like the developers, the companies who have companies on top of the blockchain, and then they just go do the research and see who you are, and they verify you within seconds. So here's the disruptive. You're going to have uh, real estate agencies in the healthcare industries and anything you can imagine. Matter of fact, your cannabis industry, this is going to be huge for the cannabis industry, believe it or not with verifications and right now there's industries around the world that are closing on properties and this is where you're going to be interested they're closing on properties in one day not a week not months literally they're verifying the information within an hour two hours three hours they're closing on properties it's pretty crazy well and uh, there's a there's a group out of florida that are doing like you said the one day closes for one percent so you talk about not just disruption in technology, but almost every industry sector is going to get affected by it. Don't you agree? Social media and everything. If you're paying attention to the news out there, guys and gals, a lot of the social media, Google, Facebook, or a couple of them, there's an exodus in mass quantities. The executives are running like crazy because they see the handwriting on the wall, so to speak. Because when you have an organization, and I've talked to you about this before, why would you put a video out or, you know, we spend hundreds of millions of dollars with these social sites and then they police you, but they get all the money. There's going to be social sites coming on in the future. And like another Google coming around, there's a lot of them out there that's being worked on now on the blockchain to where when you have your information out there, guess what? The advertisers pay you instead of the platform. This is why it's going to be disruptive. It's going to, turn everything upside down. And so just for our listeners' understanding, we mentioned real estate and closing properties in a day for 1%. What other industries right now are you just really aware? I mean, social media is, I think, a huge one. I don't think people get their arms around that one yet. What other ones are you seeing that's out there? Well, the uh, health industry, here's a little nugget for you. Out of every dollar that goes through our economic system here in the United States, out of every dollar, 40 cents, is in the healthcare industry. So to be able to talk to any doctor around the world or any clinic around the world or any hospital around the world within seconds to verify information, it's going to turn the healthcare system upside down. So there's some coins out there that's out there right now that specialize in smart documents, 
document verifications. That right there is going to turn the health industry seriously upside down. It's a huge market that you can't even imagine how big it is right now. In the United States, it's about a $7 trillion a year industry that's fixing to change. And when I say there's more millionaires, by the way, this is not my statistics. These are numbers that are pulled out through the treasury.gov that more millionaires, more billionaires. And every single day, somebody becomes a millionaire in this industry. <laughs> so let's back up a little bit and just do some definitions, right? So talk about okay. uh, fiat currency versus digital. So we've been, we kind of jumped right into okay. Bitcoin. I think a lot of people don't even know what the name fiat even means. Well, fiat's just like normal money, like uh, pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, etc. Then you have the dollars, $5 bills, $10, 20 50 hundreds, right? That's fiat. Digital money is online. So if you have a debit or credit card and you make a transaction, they're pulling the digits or codes off of your account or out of your account or off that card. It's not actually money. It's all codes. So it's been around for a long, long time. The difference is it's all going to be done through the Internet, which is super cool because it's the evolution of the Internet, the evolution of money. Now, when you have if anybody's paying attention to the world economy right now, Laurel, the debt can no longer sustain itself. Big fiat is inflationary. So the nickels, dimes, quarters, et cetera, the dollar bills when they're printed literally become devalued, becomes less and less and less. Our world economy is really built on debt. And that's where people are really, the economy and the world economies work off of debt. Well, digital online money, it's, deflationary. Now, this is getting a little bit past the pay grade of this conversation today. But <laughs> nope, it's a good one. You, you stay right in but, there. It's awesome. But the digital money is deflationary. Why? Well, here's a Bitcoin. Inside a bit, which was created by Satoshi Nakamoto. Who is that? No one knows. Could be the central bank. Could be the Rothschilds. Could be just some really genius person. Nobody could be a group. Nobody really knows who that is. But here's what it is. You have a million bits in a Bitcoin, and then you have 100 Satoshi, which is a made-up name, per bit. So you have 100 million Satoshi in a Bitcoin. So the potential value of a Bitcoin, the first potential value, they're trading at 6,300 right now. The potential value is 1 million. The next potential value is 100 million. Now, here's why it's deflationary. And this is why it's going to change the world economy with the way people uh, trade dollars, trade payments, etc. Is because whenever you need more of it, you don't print more or make more, you fraction it out. There's zero inflation involved. Now, here's what it does. When you fraction it out, it makes the value of that coin more. <laughs> I love it. Now, let's talk about altcoin and then just some right. others. I know you're a Bitcoin trader, but you're into a few others. Talk about altcoin. Okay, well, there's a strategy to trading, okay? This is where people, they're buying the coins. So they bought the Bitcoin. Now I'm a big believer in buying it in the high. When it was at 19,000, buy. When it was, let me back up. When it was at 2,700, buy. 4,700, buy. Took a dip, buy again. When it was at 5,000, 6,000, 9,000, 12,000, 15,000, 19,000, I'm a, always a big believer in buying in the high. So, and here's why. Because if you follow a strategy where you keep a certain amount 
And I'm a big believer in keeping 30% long, no matter what, never sell it. But if you buy incrementally in the, in the dips, you have the opportunity of once it hits that bounce to sell. And that's where your fortunes are made. That's why you want to have some liquid. Now, with that said, the trading with the other altcoins is where really fortunes are made. I mean, serious fortunes, like money, like money, money, like you couldn't believe you'd have that kind of money. And it's because you take the Bitcoin, you trade it for these other, I don't want to give all the secrets away, but I'll give you the basics. You buy the coin first, the Bitcoin, and then you trade it for other coins that will allow you to interchange with or exchange with the Bitcoin. So as these coins move, we're buying them, we're selling them, and then we're trading it back in for Bitcoin, which is the store of value or, or the mother load of all coins. <laughs> so <laughs> earlier when I introduced you, you know, you had talked about the last 20 months. So yeah, talk about the last 20 months and just even if the numbers aren't exactly right, give some estimation how many millionaires, how many billionaires, and really I want to say the transfer of wealth is underway, right? And there's many yeah, times it, in our it, generations that, oh yeah. you know, wealth transfers, and this is clearly one of them. Oh, yeah. No, this is uh, going to be the biggest shift in wealth in human history. And it's okay. It's just the evolution of money and the wealth system, and there's nothing wrong with it. Now, let's take the stock market. By the way, once again, my disclaimer I don't have a series six or seven. I'm not giving any financial advice. Okay. That has to do with the stock market or anything like that. But let's look at it for a second. Okay. Out of the stock market, you have 2% of Americans, we'll just take the U S that invest in the market. 98% don't out of that 2%, you have 1% of that 2% that owns 50% of all the wealth in the United States. Isn't that crazy? That 2% that invest in the stock market, they own 98% of all the wealth. So what does that tell you? Well, that tells you that there's a lot of things that's owned that has substance in it, like real estate, et cetera, the auto industry, you name it, that has substance that people own. But you have a lot of people that's called the unbanked. And that's about, according to President Trump's administration, 30 to 40% are unbanked. And that's a crazy number. What that means is they don't trust the banks and they invest their money or keep it in alternative methods other than the bank. Now, with that said, there's not a real big number that you can put on how many people have become millionaires, according to treasury.gov. But here's the deal. You're looking at just in the United States in 2016, and then they get the numbers in 2017. There was about 28 million wallets or so, give or take, that had coin in it that was worth over a million dollars that has never been touched. So what that says is there's a large percentage, about 80% of people who buy Bitcoin or cryptocurrency who buys it, and they have the belief that it's going to grow and they're not selling it, and they have no intentions of selling it at this point. So we know that those wallets are worth millions of dollars. That was about $28 million, give or take, in 2016, and every month about a million or so wallets are opened. So this, it's growing. So you can do the math. Oh, absolutely. So last question. I think you've answered this slide, but how do you keep it safe? It's always a question. And then the second question from safe is how do you actually use it in the world? And there are places more and more and more that are actually exchanging Bitcoin. I can tell you when Amazon decides oh, yeah. to do it, which I think Amazon has decided, haven't they? They're already doing it. Amazon's working on their own cryptocurrency platform. This is why I went in full 
I stood on the edge and I said, somebody please kick me and knock me over. And they did. I had a couple of buddies that kicked me off the edge. I worked for the second largest affiliate for Amazon. 51% of all the sales come through Amazon, through uh, the affiliate programs in Amazon, okay? So I still have the connections. And as we were talking and people were saying, hey, aren't you doing the Bitcoin thing? Yeah. Well, you know, we're doing something over here. And this was three years ago where Amazon's been working on an ecosystem over there that's going to blow you away. You already can buy using your cryptocurrency through a third party all of Amazon's products. It's pretty incredible. Most people don't know about it, but it's coming. And when it hits, you want to be positioned. Now, you asked me a couple of questions. You had to help me out here. How's it used? Did you say, what was the question yeah. again? How's it out? used? Yep. How's it used okay. and how do you keep it safe? Okay. How do you keep it safe? Let me tackle that one because that's the number one question. We're working right now with some of the early creators of some of the exchanges. There's 12,000 exchanges. I don't personally work on the exchanges. We do all our trading or most of our trading off the exchanges. So what we do to keep it safe is we do what's called cold storaging. And what that means is we take all the codes after we buy it, then we download it off the internet, and then we put it in safe places. And that way it can't be hacked, can't be stolen. Millions and millions and millions of dollars a day is being stolen from these exchanges, which you don't hear about, but it is a problem. And cybersecurity, which is something that we do, and I have hackers that do nothing but hack me all day long to see if they can get into our little system, and that's their job. That's how we keep safe, so we learn how to be better, right? But the biggest number one thing is we just take it and download it. It always keeps it safe. The only time we upload it into those wallets or hot wallets is when we're going to do an online trade. And that's one of the ways you keep it safe. We're working with a couple of groups. They're billionaires. They got big, big pockets. I mean, they got real money, okay? And they got liquid real money. And what they do is they're working. They put hundreds or they're putting hundreds of millions of dollars in, into cybersecurity so that they can make their exchanges just like the NASDAQ, just like the Dow. Any system that you would go into now on the other side, I'm talking the stock market side, they have hundreds of millions, billions of dollars they put into cybersecurity. Right now, that's the beginning stages over in cryptocurrency. We're working with some of the uh, pioneers with that right now. Well, I could talk to you all day, but we got to roll. So uh, okay. those of you listening to podcasts, uh, talk a little bit about your radio show so that uh, people can get out there and follow you. Thank you. It's called The Fly Mackey Show. We're on 1100kfnx.com. And uh, you can go there and click on Listen Live Monday through Friday, Pacific Standard Time at 10 a.m. Then we're a cryptocurrency show. It is not only followed. I mean, people just like, I say they almost stalk you, don't they? It's awesome, this little following that they, you have around this conversation. I, I do have a little following. Yeah, I have a following. A couple hundred thousand listeners around the country and around the world. We're small. But, you know, it is, it is. I hate to say it like this. It's kind of like a cult following almost. I mean, people really do follow me around all the time. They're more interested in my dog than they are in me. But, hey, cryptocurrency is, <laughs> cryptocurrency is the talk of the century. It is. So, again, those of you listening, if you would uh, like to learn more, do more, Fly and I are going to be uh, doing more business together. Stay tuned on uh, Laurel's Real Money Talk. And as always, if you want to ask a question, make a request, even for some private meetings and private time and just personal questions that you have, go to asklaurel.com, A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L.com and uh, put in your name, phone number, email, ask a question, make a request. And uh, I have a team that's out there all day 
responding to those of you who uh, want questions answered. So, Fly, thank you again for being on Laurel's World Money Talks. And those of you listening, we'll be back again next week with another uh, episode on our podcast. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week.